everybody. It's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And we are on Take the Elevator, but guess what? It is our 50th episode. <laughs> what? Five O. That was my party favorite sound. Oh, was that, I was like, was that a kazoo? <laughs> Corey, 50 episodes. I am floored. I'm elated. I'm overjoyed. I'm just like, what? I don't know. 50th. If we could throw a party right now, we would be throwing a huge party. We would party. definitely be throwing a party, and I know we would. Right. So right now, we're just going to party, just you and I and whoever's listening. I am so in. Let's do it. Let's do it. We've got a really good episode today. Very light, very funny, uh, just good conversation. We're celebrating the fact that we're springing forward. We are one hour ahead. So we're going to talk about all the things from awkward moments to let's laugh day. Everything you think is wrong is on the 15th. And then on the 16th, everything you do is right. We're going to talk about napping. These are all the things that we're going to fit into our 50th episode. Awesome. Let's do it. Let's do it. Every day, elevate. Every day, elevate. Let's start with on the 15th, which is today, everything you think is wrong. I felt like so much of what I did last week was wrong. I was late or let me not let me not lie. I didn't even show up to two meetings on my calendar. And one of them was with my boss. Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? And I am so grateful that he was just kind of like, I understand. So the night before was when it started raining here in Southern California. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, I mean, you slept like a baby. I could not fall asleep. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I was bummed out too because I love my sleep and usually rain soothes me. The sounds of thunder don't scare me, that's for sure. You know, it's mm -hmm. just chilled, but it was nice and cold, so it was perfect cuddling under the blankets type of, of night, but right. I just couldn't get to sleep. So it was very awkward <laughs> when my peers were like, so are you coming to this meeting? And how many times has that happened? I don't think that's ever happened to me. Yeah, I know. That's why I ask. Yeah. You know, I'm ruled by my calendar right. during the day and I pride myself in knowing it. And I looked at my calendar and thought maybe it wasn't written, but it was. I just missed it. And so I went into that meeting. What was funny was a few hours later in the afternoon, the same peers had to send me a chat and said, are you ditching us again? <laughs> and I missed that meeting completely. Wow. So awkward. Did you have any awkward moments? Uh, yeah, but none that I'm really proud of. I'm sure you're not proud of your <laughs> yeah, moments, no. but um, I did find myself doing some strange things in the office uh, last week as well. So I just thought to myself, man, Corey, you really need to just focus and get back on track. So I don't, I don't want to detail anything because I don't want to uh, incriminate myself as far as what I was doing in the office. Okay. Well, I won't ask right here, right now then. Great. Uh, let's talk about some awkward moments that I think our listeners could maybe associate with or relate to. Working virtually, Corey, is so awkward at times, especially when you're in a meeting on Zoom, on WebEx, on Teams, whatever it is, and the person you're talking to has a delay. And I know you don't do things virtually because you're on site, but let me explain what this is like. Oh, no, let me let me just pause you there. Go ahead. If you don't, <laughs> of course I know this. And let me tell you how I know this. Okay. I had a review with my director mm -hmm. and there was about a five to seven minute delay. Seven minute or, or second? I'm sorry, five to seven second okay. delay. 
And that entire review was just so messy and chaotic, not because of him and not because of me, but because of this delay. And literally, I had no idea what was going on. Exactly. Like, I'm talking to her and then I count like, okay, she's not going to get this till 15 seconds later. But when you're in the middle of making decisions or trying to make them quickly, or you're trying to just have a flow of a conversation, it is so awkward because it's like by the time she hears what I'm saying, I'm already on to the next thing. Right. And so you have to take two steps back to understand where you're actually at the present. Right. I mean, yeah. Trust me. I know. Again. <laughs> and I forgot to put in one crucial detail. There was an echo in between that seven oh, second delay. Oh, no. Yeah. So you could hear yourself talking and then the delay comes. It's like, oh, man, this is pointless. Yeah, I can't stand when I hear myself and there's that echo. So awkward. Well, for me in general, I am not good with names. And I remember that we were just at an event and I decided that I was going to be Miss Congeniality and introduce everyone to everyone. <laughs> not good. <laughs> no, not good at all. Especially when I'm like, oh, hey, you're and meet. And you're just like, you guys fill in the blanks. You guys say your name. And that's that's what it was. Right, right. No, I totally get that because you, you don't recall names very well as I do. Uh, and I kind of pride myself on that, not, you know, forgetting people's names and remembering where I met them and all that good stuff. So Yeah, you're really good with that. If we're together, I'm like, Corey, who is this? And it's not to offend anyone. I remember people's names as I interact with them, but remembering it for one or two times of meeting and talking, that's a tough one for me. Mm. Did we have any awkward moments while dating that we can actually share here? Because <laughs> we have wonderful kids that listen. Mm, okay. Well, then I'll go with something very G, but uh, yeah. slightly to the PG okay. area. I remember dating Jen and being at her house. And one of the rules of her mother's house while she was there was that she didn't want any alcohol in her house. <laughs> you remember this? Yeah, I remember this. <laughs> So I, being the rebellion that I was, thought, mm, I want to have a beer and I'm going to bring it over there. And I don't care what mom says. I'm going to bring my beer anyway. <laughs> so here I am at your mother's house yeah. with uh, beer sitting on the cabinet. And she walks through the door. And that was probably one of the most awkwardest moments that I ever had because I was so embarrassed. And then I was thinking to myself, where's that tough guy now? <laughs> Right, right, right. I remember it a little differently. I remember that you awkwardly hid the empty bottle of beer in the cabinet. Is that what you just said? No. You hid it, and she went to open up the cabinet to look for something that she needed for cooking. Oh, was that what happened? That's what happened. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and she laid it on the island in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, it was really awkward. Awkward. Yeah, awkward. Every day. Did you know that there is a day that's actually called Backyard Day, which is the 19th? And the reason why I wrote that down was because spring is coming up. You know, officially spring is here. And here in Southern California, we've enjoyed a different amount of rain that we're, we're typically used to. Yeah, it's not a very common thing that we get this much rain and we have enjoyed plenty. And I say enjoyed because it allowed me to turn the sprinklers off and just allow the water to come from the sky instead of my pocket paying that bill. <laughs> oh, right. That dang water bill. But I just wanted to make mention of this because I have fond memories of a specific backyard 
And so, Corey, I mentioned that this week there's a day that's actually called Everything You Do Is Right, which is the 16th. Okay. And I want to say that when you designed our backyard in Ontario, that was a moment where everything you did was right. I have to agree. And not because I thought I was right. I just made some really good decisions at a really good time. And I had the right help, which was mom and Auntie Lil being able to assist me and putting that backyard together. And it just turned out phenomenal. Yeah, it was so beautiful, guys. We had a pool. We had all these wonderful flowers, an amazing area where we had our lunches and dinners with the family. It had the beautiful sail shades above it. My bedroom door led right to the backyard. And I just remember anytime spring came about, I always thought, oh my goodness, we're about to enjoy the crud out of this backyard. And then that leads to summer where we just did a lot of swimming and a lot of good family time. Yeah. And a lot of gathering and and parties and get togethers as well. Yeah. So guys, we'd love to hear from you what you enjoy about your backyard, what you enjoy about looking forward to spring and what spring uh, brings about, what kind of things you're moving forward in. I know for me, Corey, you know, I always try to think of something where I can clean something up or I can organize something better. And honestly, because of the rain, it's kind of thrown me off. I haven't done that prep that I normally do. So that's something I'm going to be doing. Right. And I'd like to hear what you've done right. We always talk about the things we've done wrong and the bad decisions we've made and some of the mistakes that have occurred in our lives. I just want to hear what you've done right, how you got it right this time. Hey, I'm all for that. Let's talk about what's right. So speaking of talking about what's right, this is going to be the highlight of this 50th episode because we love to laugh. And anytime we have the opportunity to enjoy someone funny, watch something funny, or just talk and it leads to things that make us crack up, I'm all about that. Corey, I'm going to share something and you guys I don't think are going to really get how funny this is. But if you know Corey, you are very, to most people, just very chilled out, quiet. Uh, In fact, people think I'm the louder one and people have asked me, How does Corey deal with you? Like, because you're so extra and he's so chilled. And I always say, no, he's not. Like when we're at home, he's freaking hilarious. And I actually quiet down at home. It's not awkward anymore. But let me try to explain this. I don't know if you guys have ever been around someone and they do something or you do something and it's funny. For like five seconds, you'll hold on to that and you'll do it because it's funny. And then it's done, right? And you're like, okay, on to the next. Well, what Corey does is he does something funny and he just keeps doing it. So it progressively becomes even funnier because he doesn't stop. It intensifies. And Corey, I've been with you for some years. Yeah. And you still do the funniest things. And I was like, you have never done that in the 17, 18 years we've been together. Like, where did that come from? I just want to say that that has added so much health, so much vibrancy, and just so much good in my life because you're hilarious. Well, thank you, Jen. I I pride myself on doing the things that make you happy and make you laugh. You know me. Let's just be really honest. When I'm not comfortable with people, I'm a little bit more reserved. But as I build up my comfort and get into my own skin, so to speak, it's easier for me to be who I really am. And of course, being with you for so long, I don't have a problem with showing you who I really am. I was compared to a Jerry Lee Lewis type of person, just, you know, 
as far as who I really can be uh-huh. in being funny. But in front of people, I, I tend to clam up. But, you know, as I get more comfortable with this scenario and, and we're doing more podcasts, I'm finding myself being able to kind of let my hair down, even though I don't have a strand on my head. <laughs> well, you know what is ironic in a good way, though, is you and I have kind of switched up through the years. I remember back in the day, I always had to be the funny one, the center of attention. Wasn't known for my listening skills, that's for sure. And now I enjoy listening and letting others, you know, it it brings me so much more pleasure and enjoyment to be that. So I love how you've grown on this podcast and in all the other things that we do. And I just love sitting here and watching you. Oh, nice. So let's talk about sitting and watching. We want to honor funny women. But before we go into funny women, Corey, what's your favorite comedy uh, movie? That's a tough one. But if I'm being honest, because of the experience I had when uh, the kids were small or younger, I remember us watching a lot of the Rush Hour movies. And uh, one of the most inappropriate movies for little ones to watch was Meet the Fockers. And (laughs) (laughs) that was a very funny movie as well. Right. Well, can we go back to that? I remember with Michaela Nathan, and I don't think Xavier, so Xavier's our youngest. I don't think he was there for this conversation, or maybe he was. We were watching a movie, and the preview came up for Meet the Fockers. And the kids just kind of looked at me like, what did they just say? Right. And I was like, it's the title of the movie. It's the family name. And I said, you can say that. Because they were looking at me like they were afraid to say the name of the movie. Right. So why did the kids all night say, Meet the Falkers. Yeah, yeah. Meet the Falkers. <laughs> like, we're allowed to say a word that kind of sounds like the F word, and no one's going to tell us to knock it off. Right, right. <laughs> that was good. So, yeah, uh, I think for me, funny movies, and it's a classic to me, My Cousin Vinny. It doesn't matter how many times I see that movie, but my favorite part is when they're in court, and Joe Pesci's character is in front of the judge. And the guy who plays the judge is the guy who plays Herman Munster. Right. Right. And so Joe Pesci's from the East Coast and he's like in this small town uh, America type place. And Joe Pesci says, well, your honor, and I don't know what he says exactly, but he says, well, the two Utes, the two Utes were, you know, in their car. Let's just say that's what he says. And the judge is like, the two what? <laughs> and Joe Pesci's like, the two Utes. What's a Ute? <laughs> right? So, yeah, I love that movie. And, of course, for me, Kevin Hart, he just cracks me up. Uh, I think because he's little and he's so spastic. Right, right. You know, just all of that. So we're going to talk about female comedians. And there's quite a few. Oh, so, yeah. of course, we can't talk about all of them, guys, because, you know, That would take a long, 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 long time. Yeah, it would be much longer than this podcast would ever be. And we would just be sitting here pulling up our phones and going on Google. Right. So let's kind of shoot some back and forth and and you can start. Okay. I'm old school guy. So forgive me if I don't mention people in this modern era because I just don't watch TV. I don't watch a lot of comics. The most comedy shows that I watch, man, I don't even know the names of them anymore. But I'm going to go with what I know. One of my favorite, favorite, all-time favorite female comedians is Carol Burnett. Mm. Just hilarious in everything that she did. All her skits and sketches were just, to me, so over the top. And I just really enjoyed her style of comedy. 
and it was clean. And from what I know of her, she was a pretty decent person as well. Yeah, I used to want to watch the Carol Burnett show growing up. You know this, obviously. TV was very supervised in my home. Right. And I always wanted to watch the Carol Burnett show, and I just wasn't allowed. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. You know what? We can watch some Carol Burnett now. Please. Absolutely. All right. Uh, One for me, and she's been around a long time, but I just started watching her show, and I really love the way she delivers. Lily Tomlin. So the show I'm talking about is Frankie and Grace, or Grace and Frankie, whichever one it is. But Lily Tomlin knows how to pull off some funny stuff and without trying hard. So, and I love her sense of style. Right, right. Another one for me is uh, another old school comedian, Moms Mabelie. And if you don't know that style of comedy, then obviously you won't know who I'm talking about. But this is, uh, again, a 70s comedian that was just extremely funny to me. And I enjoyed her style of comedy as well. Nice. So I'm going to mention a newer one. You know, I'm partial to my plus size women. So Melissa McCarthy, I've just grown to really like her. And I love, you know, what she does in movies, especially the one that she's with um, Sandra Bullock. And then she's in another one with Jason Bateman. And she just cracks me up. She is a good comedian. And I do remember seeing parts of a movie that you were watching. And I thought, oh, yeah, she's pretty funny. Last but not least, I'm going to go with Phyllis Diller. Ah. And she was, again, old school, very funny, very quirky. I like quirky comedy, and especially in women. I don't like foul-mouthed women or that just <laughs> curse for no yeah. apparent reason. But there are certain styles of comedy that women can pull off that men cannot, in my opinion, and to my palate. Got it. Let's talk about our favorite all-time female comedian, Lucille Ball. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I love Lucy for days, forever. Even talking about it right now, I just am playing episodes back to back in my mind. She is hilarious. So we kind of want to highlight Lucille Ball. And I hope if you guys have not seen I Love Lucy, I'm trusting that we have some of the younger um, listeners as well. You guys got to check her out. Nothing like it. Right, right. It's an amazing style of sketch and an amazing style of comedy that, you know, just does not exist anymore. And that's why I really lean towards the old school, because it just gives you something that you don't see much of today. And another thing that I really wanted to highlight is you can see some of these people in their raw form in the Dean Martin celebrity roast. Mm. That's where I I got to really know some of um, Lucille Ball and Phyllis Diller style of comedy outside of what they were doing on TV. So I checked a lot of that out on YouTube. Very cool. I'm going to have to check that out, too. What was your favorite episode of I Love Lucy? I had two. Well, three. I got to say three. Oh, okay. The Harpo Marx one. All time favorite. That I mean, that's the top of the top. The Chocolate Factory. Oh, yeah. And then uh, when they were trying to make the wine out of the grapes. Oh, yeah, that one's good. I think those are pretty much my favorites as well. There was that Superman hero that cracked me up. But that Chocolate Factory one, that one was about the men and women switching roles, right? And so they're in this factory, yeah. Okay. Where they went to work and their husbands stayed home. 
But even to this day, I've been in meetings where we learn about lean and process improvement and they use that show, The Chocolate Factory, because right, it's right. hilarious. It is. Well, I want to give some really cool facts about Lucille Ball that maybe some people don't know. You know, her and her husband had a production company. Yes, they did. Called Desi Lou. And the reason why they really did it was just because they were married and wanted to have two kids and be able to work together and run their schedule. Well, it became this big thing. Corey, what's the one show? And I hate to confess this because I know we've got a lot of fans of this show, but what's the one show you watch at night that I'm just like, I'm going to bed? Star Trek. So Star Trek, for all you Trekkie fans, if it weren't for Lucille Ball, that show would not have existed. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Do tell. All right. So she was the president of the company, right? Desi Lou that we just talked about. And what it says is she believes so strongly in the idea of Star Trek that she even went against the wishes of her board of directors and she financed the production of two pilots for the sci-fi series. I knew I had a reason for liking her. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to tell Corey this, but I'm going to go ahead and tell Corey. Um, And so a lot of these shows that we know today happen on their production set, which is amazing. As we know, of course, unfortunately, that marriage dissolved. She bought her husband out and continued the production company. Right. So one last thing I want to share about Lucille Ball is that she has amazing quotes. And, you know, I like quotes. We like quotes and we like to see, does this make sense? You know, I wonder what this person was thinking when she wrote it. I mean, she has so, so, so many. She obviously was a believer of hard work. She didn't believe in luck. She believed that everything she did, she did wholeheartedly. And in fact, she said that it wasn't her that was funny. She gives funny credit to her directors and writers and cast. And all she did was show up and put the work in. Mm. One of my favorite quotes that she says is, I am happy that I have brought laughter because I've been shown by many the value of it in so many lives in so many ways. And, you know, today we're talking about laughter. And, and that I says it all doesn't it? So hope you're surrounded by things that bring you laughter. Well, you know us at Take the Elevator. We say laugh, look up, and let's elevate. Every day. Elevate. Every day. Elevate. Our 50th episode would not be the same without a P.S., Mm, this is true. And this was such a good love letter today. And after playing it back, Corey, was there anything that you wanted to add? Yes, I wanted to add. Well, first and foremost, let's start here. I, I made mention of something I was doing at work. And it, and I just want to share with the people, I'm not a criminal. I don't do criminal things. But I did get caught looking at my phone one too many times. So that was the one thing that I was like, man, I got to stop doing this. <laughs> yeah. But the, the biggest PS of, of them all is, guys, we just need to laugh. We need to let loose and have a good, deep belly laugh to enjoy life, especially during this time. So important to exercise that activity with others, by yourself. Watch a video, watch a cartoon, a Tom and Jerry cartoon, something. Mm. Just do something that's going to give you that pleasure of laughing. I love that you said that, Corey. Belly laughs. The kind that hurt. Yes. And I even said this last week when I was talking to some of my friends. I said, I haven't laughed that hard in in so long. 
and it feels good to laugh so hard that it hurts. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you guys a tip, and it's going to sound crazy, but one thing I've learned from Lucille Ball, here's my P.S., is she didn't mind looking crazy. She didn't mind being the one that stood out. She didn't mind getting dirty when she recorded. She just wasn't that person. No. So I've had moments, and I used to do this with the kids, where we would fake laugh extremely loud and hard. So you just fake laugh. And I promise you, it will make you laugh for real mm-hmm. when you're doing it with people. Because you feel so crazy doing it. <laughs> Trust me, I've joined into that. It's the best. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you for allowing us and being part of our 50th episode. Every day.